Hey everyone, welcome to Living in the Question podcast. I'm Sadie. I'm Maddie. And we are so pumped to have you guys here today listening to this special episode. We have a super exciting guest that, yeah, we're going to intro in a little bit. But first, we want to do a little catch up with you guys. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. I feel like it's been a while since we've done this, you know, like had a little catch up and told them where we're at and how we're doing and... Yeah. So how are you, Maddie? I've been really good. I feel like recently I've been noticing that my ability to like shift my perspective, like when things feel kind of negative or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling down, like I've been able to shift so Mm -hmm. quickly and it's been feeling really amazing, you know, because sometimes that's a struggle for me when Mm -hmm. I'm feeling down, like I can spiral downward. And Mm -hmm. so I've been just feeling like really positive um, I feel like, just again, I feel like I'm moving in a direction of life that I want to be going in. Mm. I don't have anything figured out, but yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, I feel like there's this spaciousness in my mm. life to um, cultivate what I actually want to be doing and mm. seeing where I really want to be. Mm. So it's exciting. I just, yeah, I've been just sitting in that space a lot. Sometimes it's hard because it is so much space. Mm -hmm. And you and I have talked about that where I'm like, oh, what to do with my day, (laughs) you know? Right. Um, Yep. Because there's so much space. It's like, where do you even start? Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, that leads me into mine because I'm in that same space, you know, Mm -hmm. with all of the space. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much space around me not having a job and it's been hard and good all in one, right? Like being home with my son every single day has been a completely new shift for me to just be more present with myself and with him. And it's made it really hard. I've been catching myself, you know, going through these patterns of like, oh, I'm running, you know, like I'm trying to fill the void. I'm trying to fill the silence. But like, I actually, I think have gotten to like a good practice where it's getting easier to come back to me and be like, okay, I'm okay. It's okay. I feel uncomfortable in all of this space. I can be here for a minute. So I feel like that's been a huge practice for me lately. And me too. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I want to do with my life and who I am, you know, aren't we all? (laughs) It's a lifelong thing. Yeah. Because we all evolve. So it's like, who am I now? Who is this present version of myself? Right. And just like accepting that and loving who you are through each phase. Right. (laughs) Yep. And we love who our guest is as well. So we're going to intro Melissa today. So this is Melissa Brace. She is a psychic medium and she's actually been on our podcast before. So I don't remember what episode it is, but it was way back in the beginning. So you guys go back and listen to that episode. It was beautiful, but we're excited to have you on today. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I am so excited to be here. And well said to both of you. I am also Hmm. in my space and feeling a little uncomfortable and then not and realigning and realigning and realigning and working on it over here too, wondering who I'm supposed to be today. Where do I belong? You know? And so I wonder, I wonder if that's like the collective is we're all there in some way, just stepping forward in our new directions right so you're saying as a psychic medium you don't have it all figured out (laughs) well I like everyone to think I do (laughs) but 
got a lot of work to do on myself over here. Yes. Um, sometimes I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yep. We all feel that way, right? That's life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So we want to start off just like getting to know a little bit about you. So we have some personal questions we want to ask you. And if anything's too personal, you don't want to answer. You don't have to, but yeah, we're going to go ahead with these questions. Yeah. Okay. Well, to start us off, I think that this is a question that came immediately to my mind, but was how did you discover your gift? Thank you for asking. I think sometimes people are a little bit scared or they have been frightened to ask me. And so I would, I would probably define myself as like a natural born psychic medium. So I was always a little bit, you know, floating out of myself as a child and I'm extraordinarily right brained. So that would be everything creative, colorful, sound, music, art. And um, so I would just talk to the angels when I was a little child. And I've always been like this and, and not that I know everything and am perfect. And um, I'm always, 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 always um, learning more every day. And every year I can look back and go, whoa. <sighs> but I, when I was a little kid, I um, would talk to an angel lady. Aww. So my parents tried to help me not hate myself and help me like grow in my unique way. So, yeah, that's beautiful. And same with the work when people would say, oh, you helped my cousin that one time and you cleared my house and you helped me understand. And um, will you do that for me? I was like, no, who, what are you? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm not the weird, I'm not the weird girl. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so the work, like the definition and the name and the, all that stuff, the work, mm-hmm. the job just found me over and over no matter how far I tried to run (laughs) so um yeah since I was a little kid mom used to call me cosmic because I would talk to this guy oh I love that that's like your purpose right like I feel like when we find our purpose it's like that it keeps coming back and getting in our face and it's like hello I'm here like don't ignore (laughs) me right (laughs) I was thinking about that today because this last year I've been trying to be quiet and run from everything in myself. Yeah. And then I just was just, it was just sort of like some downloads came in and I thought, what am I running for? Why do I always do it this way? Why do I make it hard for myself? Mm-hmm. And there it was um, just a spark of purpose and direction. So, so that actually leads us into the next question was what do your, like, how do your parents feel about what you do? And like, how would they describe it to somebody? Um, they were always really proud of me. So my mom has passed mm-hmm. and she's been gone about 10 years. So she was the most uptight left brain person that you ever met in your entire life. But she really, truly, in essence, she taught me the most. Um, even though our personalities were different, we did not understand each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um I I grew up in a bookstore. They owned a bookstore my whole life. Still going. And um, since fifth grade, and she would sometimes say, hey, you know what? This might, you might like this. And so she gently tried to guide me in a way that I would truly not hate myself because I'm so sensitive and I'm, 
you know, easily traumatized and all of those things. And so she was always very supportive, but she was a little bit intimidating. And she would say, I don't want to talk to my dead people. (laughs) And my dad would giggle a little bit. They were always very supportive. And he would say, he, he, he one time asked me, he said, look, if they're speaking Japanese, what are you going to do? <laughs> and so I said, well, dad, it's a filter. It's an energy. So it, it's always translated. Yeah. Um, I think that they always, always, always were very proud of me, mm. but they had no idea what this was or what, how to, like what to say. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got really lucky with the support of my family, even if they, you know, all, any of us have strange things in our family, but yeah, they were really good to me and, and uh, supportive to this day. Aww. I love that. That probably totally helped you to like cultivate your gifts too, right? To have that safe space at home where you could, you felt safe to explore that. Yeah. And just yeah. to truly be myself Mm. and um no one said be quiet you're bad and um you know I grew up in Oklahoma so I grew up in the middle of the country that we would call the bible belt I like to call it the bible belt buckle Uh (laughs) a little bit uptight still and so um I was very 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 blessed to have a family who was not judgmental or scared And so they were, they were just awesome. They had no idea what I was talking about half the time, but they tried to help me find like my same kindred spirits and and others kind of spiritual background. So mom always let me and showed me how to be kind of spiritual. So that's beautiful. So on that note, like, how do you feel people misunderstand you because of your gift? You know, in the last few years, I've noticed this more than um, I've done this job for 35 years. Mm-hmm. So um, off and on, people would say, don't you know, you're, you're demon, you're demon, or you're, you're bad, or they, they get scared. Yeah. Um, talk about try to have some boyfriends, because they're <laughs> worried <laughs> that you can read their mind, or you know, if they're lying, or whatever it is. So is that true? Was, is that true for you? You're like, I know you're I, lying. <laughs> I do. I, I've been tricked. You know, I've had a few narcissists, like predator narcissists for sure. Um, but yeah, sometimes you get, I do have pretty good discernment usually. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's um, just different belief systems and backgrounds that had fear in it. Yeah. And we're all scared of each other and some things and stuff. So um, yeah. mostly it's not too bad, but sometimes people are, are can be act out a little bit in their belief systems Mm. and it comes out of nowhere because I'm not expecting it or paying attention or yeah so that's a little bit um of something that I've been kind of working through in these last few years like Mm. yeah yeah so I had another question was we were kind of talking about like your childhood and how your gifts came but how did you know that was your true calling like how did you know to step into being a psychic medium was there a moment where you were like okay I gotta do this I can't ignore it anymore or what was that like yeah that's thank you for that question also yeah so this is like one of the most staple moments 
mm. of my life still, you know, I'm in my early fifties. Mm. Um, but when I was like, uh, I think it was 21 years old, my, um, my boyfriend and I picked up his brother and we went out and he, uh, we, we left early. We went out to listen to music and we left early and left the brother. He got murdered an hour later. That's a gross story. Pardon. No. And then it was depressing. It was very hard. It was hard for, and, mm. um, very tough. Mm. And that young man would come in spirit and say, Hey, Hey, Hey. And he would sit across the room and I would go, no, I think I'm going insane. Like something's wrong. Like, give me some pills. I'm, I'm sick. I'm crazy. <laughs> and he would go, I, I'm one of your guides. And I go, no, you're not. You just tattoos of rock and roll and crazy train things. And he goes, <laughs> no, you chose me and God chose me. I'm one of your guides to teach you how to hear us. So to understand the language part of the energy, because everything's energy. And so he taught me how to see, hear, and feel. Whereas before I was really psychic. I knew when things were going to happen. I'd see, you know, a ghost run through the house every once in a while. Had all kinds of weird experiences. Yeah. But it was then. And I was just 21 years old when that happened. And he would come every couple of months and sit across the room. And I would say, prove it. Help me. God, help me. Where's Jesus? I would, you know, I would was worried. Like I was greatly, he would go, look, I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm here. It's in our, um, like soul contract is whatever words he used. It was that, that, um, I'm here to teach you this. And so it was after that, I knew how to decipher. And that's why I was really good at it. And then people would call me and say, but you help my cousin or my sister or my, you help me. And I would go, that's easy. I don't understand why you don't understand this. Mm -hmm. And it called me. So mm -hmm. these, you know, chain of events. And, and so that's when they start calling me the medium or the angel lady for years and years. Mm -hmm. And so that's how that turned that switch on that calling. Okay. I just have a quick question. I'm thinking of, do you, like, what do you call yourself? Because so many people have different titles for themselves, right? Like some people like to be called the psychic medium. Some people don't like the psychic part. Like, what do you call yourself when people ask? Um, question that to me, I've, I've gone over this a thousand times over the years because in essence, those words can be scary to people. And the, and some background said, don't. Right. Hey, hate the psychic hate hate the medium mm -hmm. and I was like I was born this way I do it I mean like do you think God is going to create someone that's very awesome and kind and and give them these spiritual gifts and so you can hurt them and hate them mm -hmm. so I still use psychic medium and I like to use the word spiritual engineering because oh. I made that up I like that <laughs> and that just means how can we heal ourselves and what message can I bring and, and how can I help is what that means on the energy work, you know? Yeah. So I still like the word psychic medium because it's kind of what I started with so many years ago, but I also like the other, you know, the sensitive and intuitive mm -hmm. teacher, helper, whatever words come in. And I also like to call myself a cosmic tour guide. Mm-hmm. 
because I, I perceive in energy and um, multi-dimension. So that's just my own yeah. thought that I put myself in. Yeah. It's so interesting to hear. Huh? Very cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. So you were mentioning like you were learning how to see, hear, and feel. Now that you, you know, kind of mastered that and practiced that for so long, do you feel like your psychic abilities fluctuate maybe with your own health or? Sometimes, um, mostly I'm pretty, like when it's time, yeah, pretty on. Mm-hmm. For myself, I would say I have a lot of lack in that area someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, fluctuate, and then it's almost like the perception, perception, pardon me, shifts a little bit, and I have to relearn it again or refocus and reboot, mm. and um, and then go further. So that's how I expand. Um, so yeah, sometimes it does. I get a little burned out. I can't remember, and you know, I try to skip a step or whatever it is. So yeah, a little bit, but all usually throughout all the years if if it's time and I'm supposed to on crystal clear that's so awesome I think that's so cool you know that you like yeah just can tap in you're just tapped in when you're ready to be that's awesome I don't know why I was born that way yeah and over all the years like um people's people are so expanding in their own spiritual ways and I I find this so exciting we have the ma- magical people and all the um, um, psychics and all the mediums and all the healers. And I really like it. And I learn from everyone else too, but I see everybody, how they're expanding. And, and I think it's, it's almost like we're growing together, all of us. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So much sense. So when you're talking about, yeah, just if they fluctuate or not, I was thinking of too, are you able to read yourself like can you see into your own future are you able to read for you how does that work I I can sometimes and sometimes um this actually people ask me about this a lot and I will never talk about it so this one I'm going to oh (laughs) so I do have um some sparks where I'm like okay I know Mm -hmm. turn left at the light by Tuesday you're gonna be okay Mm -hmm. um you know I do get messages and downloads um, I have a guide that's been with me for a long time, and that's the one I won't talk about mm-hmm. um, very often. And he um, was also killed um, by people, and um, he just sits. And if if I, it's time for me to pay attention, he will almost like um, poke me, push me, mm-hmm. or if I'm in emergency, he will very much push me Mm. and so um and I also see an angel sometimes an archangel Mm. so um sometimes I get a little for myself sometimes not or perhaps I don't pay attention and I don't want to (laughs) Uh hey that's part of it right (laughs) oh I love that well on that note of like archangels and spirit guides and loved ones like how do you decipher between who is who do they like is it, do they let you know, or how is that? I'm really, um, visual. So we would call me a seer, a visionary person. Uh, um, um, what is it? Clairvoyant. Yeah. 
but overall it's a frequency so like the archangels are really clear and strong in particular ways and and you can just feel them in different ways so that's how i go by it um if i'm if i'm on track if i'm hearing correctly if i'm clear and then i'll ask again like prove it i'll t- i'll ask them to prove it yeah it's like step back no one's ever supposed to be in your energy mm. and they will not try to infest or come in or anything like that um and they're a particular frequency so those archangels have a strength and a light about them and then the people have different bandwidth layers is what i call it mm. so um so you can tell who's who and um just somehow it was one of my strong points yeah so for me personally I think about that all the time because I'm trying to learn how to do that on my own right like I've had all these experiences growing up psychic experiences and talking with ghosts and these weird things happen but you know I've always been able to just feel if it's good or bad but I've never been able to decipher like what's what right so that's something I've been working on since my dad passed away is like oh what does it feel like when you know this is my own intuition or maybe something else is coming in or what does it feel like when my dad comes in and I'm starting to learn what that feels like and it's different when my dad's there versus my own intuition or something else right so I think that's really cool to hear your experience with it because I'm sure everyone's is different yeah, but I think we find our own steps. Yeah. And I wonder if it would help everybody if if um I remember asking for them to write a word mm-hmm. in English and flash it at me so that I could understand better. And so I would make up these different um coping skills or these ways to um make sure I was on track. Yeah. And one of them is my one of my favorites is like put make a feeling like right here on my shoulder yeah and and so it's you know when we sometimes when we get stuff we've all had the like the goosebumps right Mm -hmm. so I'm I've asked them to do that as well so do you guys have that like signs different kinds of signs feelings things that help you decipher as well yeah I have one actually that is with the goosebumps but it's weird because when something like very true is like coming in it's weird because I'll get goosebumps but it's only my legs nowhere else it's just my legs and I know that's like a deep truth and then when other things come in you know I'll get the chills and know that they feel correct but when I just get it in my legs it's like a very different feeling you know so I feel like that's kind of been helping me decipher between what is what yeah, that's something I figured out actually in the last couple of months. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's kind of interesting. You know, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> that is cool that you've like tapped in to like recognize those things. Yeah. Like what's. Yeah, what? that's strong. Yeah. Keep it up and, and think of different ways you can go. Like show me a blue. Like I literally would say I, I'm very creative, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, show me a blue um, flash. Mm-hmm. If it, it's real true. And you, and like you said, you can feel it whether it is is good and safe and I also asked them I'm like look you don't get to have an agenda you don't get to try to mess with my mind you have no consent like I'm I turn all sassy and and they'll go and I'll say prove it I'll make them prove it 10 times sometimes so on that topic just for our listeners out there that are listening you know how 
can we ask our spirit guides and our angels or loved ones for signs? Like, is that something that people can do? Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are like, you know, I can't feel my loved ones or how do I know that they're around? And like, are we able to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes our loved ones are in different frequencies. It does not mean they are further away if they're more subtle. And sometimes it's the opposite people that we think we will be able to feel the most that we cannot. So we can ask them to adjust it a little bit so that our frequencies meet. And you can say, show me a sign um, and help me hear um, a particular kind of noise if it's you or, or um, you know, all kinds of things. And w- one of them is, is like a flower. For me, when the archangels will come, then I will um, almost like pick up a pen and draw a little flower. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Hello. It's like the phone ringing. Mm. And then I'll go and ask them like, you know, am I clear? Is this correct? Am I on? Yeah. Um, Yeah. You can ask any kinds of signs you want. Okay. I love that. Well, and with that, we actually have a listener write in because we said that you would be on the podcast and they asked this question. So they asked, why can't I ever feel anything about my loved ones, but everyone else can? That's a really good question. Sometimes it's the hardest for us. And it's almost like we have a glass jar, glass ceiling around us when it's what is our most important and we can ask the universe, God, source, creator, whatever word you use to keep scrubbing it away. And um, that's a great question because I think we are all, every single one of us that's ever been born has f- felt that and wondered this. Like, I don't feel my mom very often. Of course, it would be weird. I would be schizophrenic if I talked to dead people all day mm-hmm. <laughs> or if they tell me what to do. Um, it, all of us would be. So that's not healthy. but to not be able to feel them. Sometimes they're in subtly in a slightly different frequency than we're tuned into. Mm. And so you can work it, work it through it a little bit and ask God, the divine pure light, um, whatever words we're using to readjust us and align us. Mm. And some of us are just not wired that way. My mom used to say the same thing. So she was super cool and did yoga and, ate healthy she did many cool things um kind of spiritual lady she never felt any of it and so she would stand next to me um and she would say I am in awe of your the way you feel everything so I'm just wired that way extra and some people are not so what if that friend that person would ask for um their signs to come in differently so it's not my kind of signs it's their kind of signs and then um their loved ones can kind of um tune into them in different ways and then we're all i think all of us have said no that wasn't really it that was just a bird Mm -hmm. that was just a feather yeah that was just that was just a word that was on that billboard for Mm -hmm. no reason it's so easy for us to like dismiss those things yeah Yeah. And that's one of my biggest questions for you is like, how do we recognize those signs or I guess trust when we are recognizing them? 
Mm-hmm. Both. I'm asking both. So how do we recognize that there are signs from our spirit guides and our loved ones and angels? And then the second part of that question is, how do we trust that that was a sign? That's a really good one, too. Uh-huh. Um, both of those. Where's um, the <laughs> Melissa? We got all the questions. <laughs> I love this. I'm having so much fun. Good. <laughs> um, I was actually talking about that this morning with someone because I said, all of my life, I've been chasing God. So I have to re like when I was saying I reboot over and over and get realigned and start believing and asking again, like, please send me a sign. Am I okay? Am I, am I on track? Am I going to make it? Am am I, you know, and so re ask, um, Mm -hmm. and then almost, it's almost like blind faith. Gotta have faith. Yeah. And that one will bring you closer to those signs, those answers and nudges. And um, I think, I think it's almost like throwing all the dice up in the air on asking how to trust. And um, because again, I was, I was saying, because I have to re purposely focus on trusting again and teach myself how to do that. And um over and over and I think we're all in the middle of this shifting stuff so we have to kind of really hold on to that like hold on to the wall and go I am going to trust this and and you'll start receiving um more and more and more and then you'll start trusting that it's almost like inner voice your higher self your heart your connection with the the divine universe and it'll be louder and louder and I think we just have to check ourselves and um keep I mean, on occasion, fake it till we make it moments too. That's something I, we both say often. And I do feel like it is such a well said phrase because you do have to fake it till you make it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it is about having that faith and maybe you don't necessarily have it right now, but it's just trusting that it can happen and that it can be real and that you can receive messages, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's hard for people who are very literal. I think it's easier for people who are creative, but I'm kind of somewhere right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so I understand kind of both sides of that, but I do think that my life feels happier when I have faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And more trust that the universe has your back, you know, and that there is something out there like giving you signs or like helping you out. I love that. I do think things flow more easily in my life too Mm -hmm. when I'm in that space Mm -hmm. than trying to be literal and do the thing and have order and make it all happen right yeah I feel like I embrace that like faith and trust in the universe that's when things actually start flowing for me yeah is Mm -hmm. the release (laughs) the letting go control well said Mm -hmm. like very well said I agree. And that's when the adventure starts happening. And, and then in our daily lives, we can go, wait a minute today, there were 15 huge signs that I might've missed last month because I was so closed down and I was just really cranky and and hurting inside. And I couldn't trust, I didn't have the faith. And then the adventure opens it up more and more. It makes it more fun. And even when we're going through the really hard, bad, gross times of life, yeah. then it makes the adventure. We can go, I'm going to change this into 
from the ugly, bad, horrible adventure to the awesome, fun adventure. And then it just more and more, you said it so well, the faith and the trust and great questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I'm thinking too, I mean, this is kind of along the same lines, but I think the one of the biggest questions like so many different people have is how do I step into my heart's truest desire? Like, how do I do that? You know, and I guess it is kind of just that blind trust, right? Of just, yeah, trusting that it's going to come. Like, I don't know. What, how would you answer that question? Um, you know, sometimes I would look at it and I, I look over my shoulder at myself and then being able to um, share with some really beautiful work with some amazing people, many, many people. Sometimes God through the divine universe won't let us push too far forward mm-hmm. if we're not quite ready. Mm-hmm. And that helps us um, in our healing, in our, our tr- trauma removal. Mm-hmm. and anything we're working on and, and these steps in our spiritual growth and our, our understanding. And I feel like um, if we just keep asking, it'll pop right open. Yeah. I think that's very true. Yeah. I totally believe that. I think there's totally times for me personally, where I go through phases of being, you know, really connected and like knowing like, Oh, this is my purpose. And then you, you drop a little bit, you know, you dip a little bit and you get into whatever it is, right? Like life, yeah. (laughs) something stressing you out in life. And then you get so focused on that and you kind of lose your purpose and then you might come back to it. But I feel like that is life. Life fluctuates like that. It's not always going to be, you know, you're not always going to have a hundred percent faith that this is what you're supposed to be doing. Right. It's always going to kind of fluctuate, but that's where we learn. So Mm -hmm. that's the beautiful part of the process. Right. And sometimes part of the purpose you might be in your purpose. Mm. You might be doing it all day, every day, but some of it's really mundane and not fun. <laughs> not as glamorous as so true. You know. It's not all butterflies and rainbows all the time. Uh, <laughs> that is so true. So, with your ability to do these readings, I have a question for you. Do you think it's better to know the future beforehand or to just let life unfold? Um, I always say it's the highest likelihood. Hmm. And sometimes we do have particular paths that we're born here to take. Sometimes there's some of our relationships and some of the ups and downs that we go through. So I like to have a little bit of help on um support making sure i am on track that i'm not getting you know sliding down the mountain too far that i can't fix it so i like to have a little bit of help and support but um it's always up to each of us so i always say it's the high, highest possibility <laughs> and that's what i always ask for in the readings you know working with people and um sometimes you can just see it clearly and sometimes there's something that like perhaps we're manifesting and working on like how do I want to present my purposes or um unfold in this part of my destiny so we're kind of writing it as along the way as well Mm. oh yeah I don't know if we can always know the future I I pretty much say no right yeah there are some really strong likelihoods that we can pick up every time Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yeah. Do you get like, this just came to me, but do you get people that come and they're just like, will you tell me everything that's going to happen for my life? Do you have people ask you those things and how do you respond? Because is that, you know, in your practice to like tell them everything, you know what I mean? Like if there's things maybe that come up that you're a little trepidatious to tell them, like, how do you work through all of that? I always ask, literally, I ask God, like, don't show me anything that's so horrific that I have to say it. Cause I always promised if I'm going to be in this position, I, I make mistakes. I don't say things correctly. Some on occasion, um, mm-hmm. but um, I have to say what I'm seeing in yeah. appointment with, cause I promised to do so. Yeah. That's I'm just the messenger. And mm-hmm. so I will always tell, and for some reason it comes through love. Like that's also my instruction. Mm-hmm. And so it comes out in the right ways usually. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or is that, an, am I answering sort of? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah, along those lines, do you want to ask that? Sure. Okay. So have you had anyone like be triggered by what you shared with them in their reading? Not uh, well, yes, because we're talking about like hard things, really hard stuff. But once or twice, um, I've had someone yell at me and not like it. Yeah. And and the tricky part is that often people want to know about when this other person, so and so, is going to do what they they know that they're supposed to say, think, feel a certain way. And I'm like, that's never going to work. Like right. you need to let go of your, you need to release large grasps of this per- person, this person that you love and let mm-hmm. them figure it out and use their words and process their way. Yeah. So that's a little bit like also important yeah. in, in integrity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was wondering that like before this podcast, like, how do you go about that? You know, how do you go about like talking about uncomfortable things that might be coming up in a reading? You know, sometimes people might not be expecting some of the things that come up. So yeah, I was just curious about that. How you handle- The one that popped up on that one. I mean, I've talked to tens of thousands of people. Yeah. And so it's not that I don't care. I just don't always remember. And I'm not allowed to remember everyone's. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Stories like that would be irrational for me to know everything, you know, but the one that popped up when you said, you know, do people sometimes react or have triggers? And um, it was a parent who had had a child that committed suicide Mm. and the child and was probably 1920 21 mm. age and in spirit clear as bell and kept saying well there were demons by me telling telling me to um or some dark shadow beings yeah screaming like you should die you're not worth anything and so i tried to explain that and i thought oh my god and she was totally upset yeah i, I mean it was horrific for her in the first place and so um, I hope that I would never say it incorrectly again, where it would trigger someone to pain. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's, there are delicate subjects and triggers occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Because dealing with such, um, such 
painful subject sometimes. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I was curious about that. So I, I always say when people say, I would, wow, you have the coolest job. And I'm like, well, first of all, I wish I was a multi gazillionaire and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and second, you have to be responsible and um, it can kick your ass on occasion. Yeah. And, um, and so just calm down step by step and mm-hmm. always, 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 always be in divine will is what I always say. Yeah. So because you, so I've worked with you quite a few times, you know, doing readings with you and you have so much coming in when you're doing readings for people. So at the end of a reading, do you have this practice that you do to like release and like come back to your own energy and kind of like shut the door for a second? Like, what is that process like for you after a reading? Um, sometimes when it's been a very busy week or, um, intense or, um, yeah. especially like get this, my favorite thing is bath baths, mm. salt. It literally pulls out, um, you know, some of the worry and the, um, so the state of being that I can get into would be a little bit shaky when it's very intense and maybe when I overwork or stay open too long. Yeah. So I do all the things that we would think. Um, sometimes I'll do a little smudging and I'll sit in prayer. I'll go put my toes on the ground mm. unless it's icy outside that I don't have time for that. Um, but that bath, the bath, and I always light a candle every day and ask for peace. Help me maintain and stand in peace and only resonate and um, um, emanate those things. So. Um, yeah, I do a lot of smudging, praying, lots of things. I feel like that, that piece is so important. And I think like people who are trying to connect and, you know, like doing sessions for people and stuff, sometimes forget that step, but it is so important. So I've been doing Reiki for, oh hell, like four years now, but you know, at the beginning, I didn't realize how important it was until I started practicing the Reiki and doing those things and then noticing the difference, right? But it is so important to get all of that off of you and come back to you and, you know, be in your own space again. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. Oh. That, that protective bubble and sometimes the world, very small things can be very prickly to me. Mm-hmm. So I got I to gotta just kind of stay in order. And I think it's beautiful to incorporate a practice like that into your everyday life, even if you are not a medium, because you can clear away Mm. what you've been carrying from your day. And I personally love smudging as well, because the, the scent, you know, the action, the smoke, the, it feels cleansing and it actually is cleansing. Mm -hmm. I'm again, a literal person. So Mm -hmm. I have actually researched and smoke does actually cleanse the air. So Mm -hmm. I think just incorporating those things into your life is totally beneficial. And I love the Epsom salt baths too. So Mm. yeah, cool suggestions. (laughs) I I order like 10 pound (laughs) bags of salts. I'm irrational with the salt. I like it. I even have like a little bowl by the bed of uh-huh. little plain salt. And when I'm worried or have a nightmare, I'll put my little fingers in there and ask for the cleansing. And 
So one of the other things you guys don't really like this is if <laughs> you could see an image of me would be kind of extra hilarious. So I love the egg cleansings as well. So I do that in my practice over the years. And some people are like, what's that? But it's um, um, different cultures use the egg cleansing mm-hmm. and you hold an egg and you um scrub your energy out um and move the energy and the egg pulls in the heavier dense shadowy stuff and at the end you you dispose the egg or put it on the ground or throw it out in the ground or um and it pulls out just like smudging does or just like perhaps like holy water keeps the um and so it's so funny because sometimes that's a cheap one and so i'm like sure I'm one person, but I'll get the big giant thing of eggs. <laughs> and when I'm done at work or if in the morning, if I'm cranky, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not feeling very happy, yeah, then just start with my crown chakra and I'll, I'll just be rubbing this egg all over me. So good thing people <laughs> do not have like cameras in my house. Cause that would be just so dorky to be seen. You need to videotape yourself doing that one time. <laughs> like my unusual smudging. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> under my armpits and on my toes uh-huh. and this egg. And oh. so, um, but it really works yeah and pulls that energy out so I really like that one and it's inexpensive in comparison to other tools that we have mm-hmm. well it makes sense with such like a porous shell yeah that's cool yeah. it like takes it back to the earth back to the core mm-hmm. and transmutes it so the egg actually does the work and then so um, in my little, I'm in my little house in the Ozarks mm-hmm. and my backyard is, um, just acres of woods. Mm-hmm. So I'm on my back porch sometimes and I'm like, Oh, I use that egg. Let me, mm. and I, um, sprinkle it with salt and I throw it as far as I can. So oh, I get yeah. back my small movement. And so it can go back into the earth and, and be, yeah. um, realigned and balanced. <laughs> I'm jealous of your porch. I wish I had <laughs> acres and acres of woods in my backyard. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I, just, I would love that. There's one more question I want to ask you just for our listeners. So, you know, in your psychic abilities, I just want to know, what do you feel like our listeners need to hear? Like, is there a message, a special message that you have for the people listening? Oh, that's brilliant. Um, what I'm receiving, so I'm asking the divine universe, what is best for all of us, the listeners, all of us, um, kindred spirits are saying, um, so I'm getting a message and they're saying that you are truly loved beyond all measure, even when it doesn't feel like it. And the world is unclear and unsure and that you are free. So some of us, um, have been struggling with, um, healing and changes and decisions and choices. And if we are enough, if we do it, if we have done enough, are we okay? And they're saying that the message for the listeners today, all of us is that um, you're connected and that you're free and um, truly loved. And everybody is clear. Like um, what I'm getting is they're clear on, each one of us has different ways that we um, receive our spiritual connections, gifts, and everyone's clear and doing really well. 
So expect more, expect more advancement, expansion. Yay! And, and <laughs> everyone is loved. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's great. And notice the colors and things for part of your signs. Like if you see lots of purple tomorrow, because normally we don't have purple in our surroundings. I mean, maybe we have purple on our sweater or things like that, but notice the different colors and how they make you feel is what the message is also saying. We're free. Everything's going to be all right. Thank you. Beautiful. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So now we are going to step into Melissa uh, offered to give us both a little reading. So we're going to go into that and yeah, you can start with whoever you feel called to start with. I I am being drawn to Maddie first. Okay. Um and I don't know very much about Maddie at all. Like I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, there's something about color for Maddie too. Mm. Uh, working on your yellow chakra chakra stuff and your creativity is just out of this world. Something about bananas. Have you had bananas or been wanting bananas lately? I don't recall. I don't do you think- like them? I do like them. Yes. <laughs> They're saying it'll help you with, um, even though it's starting to get really cold and we don't think about bananas, like <laughs> right in the middle of like the beginnings of winter. Um, they're saying it'll just help you um, r- remember to continue um, the flow in your creativity. Um, do you have a person? Are you married? Are you have a person? I do have someone that I've been seeing, but I'm not married. This is um, going to, you're going to recognize and move to the next steps in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's going to make your heart happy. Like, like that, um, get this, they're answering you still like your guides, your higher self, your angelic teams are answering you still saying, your trust will be like, it'll be like your heart opening even more. And um, you get a lot of choices this time instead of someone always thinking that you should be like society told you to be. And um, it'll be a lot of laughter Um, music. You should listen to the signs in the music because the universe speaks to you that way very strongly. That's true. Mm-hmm. And if your person, um, how long have you been seeing them? Three years now. I want to say too, like, don't filter yourself sharing whatever you want to share. And yeah. if you want to cut things out, we can as well. So yes. yeah. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I forget. You can edit a piece. Like yes. if I start saying names or something, I, yeah. I'm trying not to do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's coming back into himself or it's it's a man, right? Do you want to have children? Yes. But this you're... is what I wondered. But I do, yes. That's, you already have kids, right? No. Oh, you're going to. This is <laughs> coming. Because I feel like you're a teacher at heart. Mm. And that's what they're showing me. And they're saying that this person that sometime at the very beginning wasn't sure. It's almost like, he couldn't choose very well and he didn't know. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Is starting to get more balanced in 
knowing focus, um, never will it be the same as you, but, um, I think children are coming quickly. No. Are you, are you okay with that? I don't know. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) I think I would feel very unprepared. Mm -hmm. Oh, but then it's pretty fun now. I feel like it's, it's like a, a a big possibility if you want that. And I feel like it's a, a chance to build a home in a different way. So if you're not sure if it's exactly the way you want it yet, um, just know there can be adjustments and realignments and kind of a reboot. How do you want to do it differently? And I feel like it's so creative. So if your person is, is just like, doesn't like their job, or if this is you, I don't know who this is out of the two of you, mm-hmm. but things are going to start feeling more comfortable and it'll click. Mm, and cool. you're further ahead than you think. Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. You're coming into true divine love, like balance. Mm. And it's like a building of a home space, just the way that is correct for you. Mm. And it it feels like even though we would all be petrified to think about having a child, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it it's like going to come, like things are going to start unfolding quicker and quicker. And um, one of you is going to start making a little bit more money. And not that you're worried about it overly, but I mean, we should really mostly like, like what we do at work. Yeah. And it feels like you get to um, just begin the new, I don't know. Do you want to start a business? Yes, I do. I get really strongly like, and it'll be really, really, really good choice. Mm-hmm. You're not too young. You're not too old. You're not too much. You're not too, and even if you only have a hundred bucks to start with, okay, mm-hmm. do it. Um, you also have like you have one grandmother that's passed. Um, I have a great grandmother that's passed, but not my grandmother. Was she kind of serious looking? Yes. I don't even know if she was always fun. She's always with you and she says, I will help with the focus and the organization. And she's real proud of you. You also have a dog that's passed. Yes. The dog is here to say that I won't ever leave you. We're we're spirit guides in your soul. You know, you're a spirit guide of some kind. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to go through a lot to get to that point, to be that in our physical world. Messages for Sadie also. You're a spirit guide. And um that means connecting with spirit and learning truth in our divinity mm-hmm. as we move along. Mm-hmm. So grandma's here. Who's the young male for one of you? The first one that just popped to mind when you said that is my friend Tanner. He just popped in. Was it Tanner? Yeah. Maddie, do you know Tanner? I do know Tanner, actually. He's winking at both of you. And he's like, look, girls, <laughs> look, ladies. I just wanted to say hi and let you know that you did hear me. Like you were connecting with me. Like, yes. So he's also a connection in the big, it's like the bigger picture, the big map, the celestial map of 
of spiritual gifts and things. And so he's like, I've got your back. Mm-hmm. Can I ask how he died? Uh, overdose. Because he's apologizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really painful to know because you know he had a hard time sometimes. Very funny. Oh, yes. I mean, anytime, anywhere, he can make you laugh. Oh yeah. Inside, it was is his pain was moving. It was like arguing with him sometimes. Makes sense. Oh yeah, I always felt that with him. There were so many times he went in and out of the addiction. I always felt that with him. I knew when he was going back in because I could just feel it energetically, like he's going away again. Like I could feel that. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He's free from that self. Mm. hurt hatred yeah. and he says i can see in the people here that are not just us but all over that we all have some some things that that have been heavy and we've been working on healing and he mm. says you guys are doing a good job i'll be right here with you and i'll hold you up when it feels scary like we're kind of sliding back into overthinking or pain or addiction or depression um because all of us have a little bit of that. And he says, I'm alive and well, I want you to know. Um, and I just wanted to say hi and just break on through in Maddie's mm-hmm. reading. Mm-hmm. I love it. Hi, um, <laughs> and the dog is just like super in love with you, Maddie. Sometimes have you felt like you were by yourself in this world? Have I? Yes. Like isolate alone and not like anybody else. They're saying that you're very special. You're a healer, teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, your guides, you have cosmic guides. You have really cool angelic beings around you. And you deserve to be loved. Like you deserve to have a home the way you want. And it is coming. And something about boats. Mm -hmm. Do you love going to the water? Yes. (laughs) I love boating, but I'm also a water sign. I feel like I've always connected with the fact that I was a water sign because I feel peace near water. Yeah, it's it's profound, isn't it? Mm -hmm. They're saying that you also heal the water. It's like your energy with any body of water, whether it's in the house or if it's a lake or an ocean or just a puddle, swimming pool. It literally, like, you communicate with that element. And they're also saying, um, I kind of wasn't expecting this um, type of reading, but they're saying that you are um, very apt at connecting with all the different elements. And especially the water, because that's your strongest. And I think that you, um, maybe not this week, but you will also have a home by the water. So that you can literally see it when you wake up in the morning or when you're driving to go get something at the grocery store, you Mm -hmm. at the water. And I think that that's really, it's like special for your home building and your perception is going to shift on the way you um, have daily life in your home. And that means in your relationships and maybe with like a child that could come along. Mm -hmm. Both of your parents are alive, right? Yes. Um, 
there's someone saying that you get a little bit of extra healing, balancing, forgiveness, smooches with your mother. Mm. Does that make sense? It it does, but that would only be recently. Yeah. It's like, it's part of, it's almost like part of the theme of what you are going through and how you're um, getting keys to the next step up the next level, up the next level. And there's just a blessing for you and your mom. So not knocking anybody, not being negative. It just, it feels like it's, and it doesn't mean you have to see each other all day, every day. Right. But it feels like there's like a, a really breath of fresh air for both of you. And you get to go, Hey, I really love you. Could you possibly not sit by me for two hours? Cause <laughs> I can't over two hours. I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, and so there's just a blessing and there's a blessing for your person. If he seems like he acts like he doesn't know what you're talking about sometimes and is evasive about stuff, he's getting ready to get focused a little bit more. Um, but yes, do your business, do your business. Like open a shop, open a something. And this is very much part of it. Your podcasts are very, very helpful and supportive and even if one person watches or hundred million watch it, it touches um, with your beautiful frequencies, your beautiful self. And it you're connected to just some amazing divine beings. Um, but you get to live by water, be by water, recognize water, understand it deeply more than anyone else. And you kind of just shift the molecular structure into healthy, happy, whole, higher frequency when you're around. So thank you for that. And thank you for being a good listener and a teacher. The dog is um, in particular saying um, we're friends and we're guide, guides together. Would you have any questions, anything that I've totally missed or anything you want to ask? No, I think that was very insightful and very helpful for me. Thank you. It's almost like you have this ancient knowledge and wisdom of other times so we got different timelines coming in and i think that you will have a child because you're a really good teacher and keep singing keep listening to the music keep teaching because your wisdom and your knowledge is true and and you're very 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 capable your spiritual gifts are exactly right you have a lot of support from the universe it's like you know what? It's like very Venusian, Venusian Venus energy, and it's very beautiful. And you are too. You are as well. Very beautiful. <laughs> and you've it's that water energy. It's that. Um, are you? What What is your sign? Are you a Cancer? I'm a Scorpio. It feels like you embody those gentle water pieces of Scorpio, and some of the others. So I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't have. Pisces and Cancer energies throughout your um, field, your chart, or but it's brand new, and I feel like it's your way, and I feel like there's a weird, awesome little child that would like to be born if you want to. Well, thank you. <laughs> I hope they're awesome. <laughs> they're going to be awesome because you are. Come on now, <laughs> oh, man, like really awesome. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's beautiful.
for sharing your gift with me. Mm -hmm. I hope there were some, some good pieces, helpful pieces. Yeah. That was, thank you for um, allowing me to, to be here with you. Daddy, I've got some cool stuff coming in for you really quickly. It's like you have um, been having downloads or what I call them. So that's just when um, it's like things unlock inside mm -hmm. and you have these just knowings and like the next step. I'm also picking up different lifetimes for you mm -hmm. where you like you're pulling them all together and your wisdom. So there's this like priestess energy magic and so when i use those words sometimes it's that's also ruffles people's feathers sometimes mm -hmm. and i'm not meaning to i mean it like your true divinity is magical and um i feel like you're going to do writing opening up something and you are on the right track so even if it felt like everything was falling apart mm -hmm. every misunderstanding everyone or um they were misunderstanding you um, and if you're petrified of like being put in a cage, it's almost like caged um, is bad, which is yeah, true. Like that's real for me lately. <laughs> you're having like the coolest breakthrough ever, even though it feels really scary. Like, yeah, where am I going to get money for lunch? Yeah. What am I going to do? I feel like you should go for it and you've already gone like also your gifts are extremely like people can see it in your energy. Like you're like on. So use them. Mm. Your gifts, talents, abilities, and your purpose will um, show up right here in front of you. Um, mm. There's also a, this is <laughs> <laughs> not what I was expecting either. So there's a purple energy being, so there's like a Pleiadian. So if you've been um, feeling connection with the, the sky beings. Are you asking me, have I? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know necessarily with the sky beings, but it's interesting that you say that because there's been a couple times I've walked out on my back porch and for some reason the clouds right above my house are so wild I don't know what it is but like the way they come towards my house like there's certain moments I'll go out there and just look up there and I'm like whoa like there's something going on up there so that resonates with me yeah yeah I, and I'm not trying to sound creepy it feels like that there's an, an energy gateway portal a connection they want you to to know mm -hmm. so I when I speak of they there are some in the past history of our world some yucky controller yucky ones mind bending yucky things mm. well we don't know we don't consent the ones i'm talking about are some that are are part of the one mm. unity and they're bringing you information they're just like oh yeah you belong and you're gonna start seeing they have this purple hue on purpose because it has to do with your crown chakra and they're saying you've been really clearing that because I don't know if you've had headaches or everyone's voices are starting to get on your nerves and scrunch your head yeah. or um, you feel That's possibly <laughs> under attack negatively and it comes towards your head. Does that make sense? Oh, so much sense. Yeah. So that was helping you. Um, it's almost like reverse it and scrub out and keep your chakras, your um, energy system. Mm -hmm. in your hands only 
And those are your friends. And it feels Pleiadian and maybe Andromedan. So there's a lot of energy. And they were also connected to the Egyptian times, I guess. Yeah. Is what they're saying. And um, some of this wisdom you'll write down. You'll express with us on your shows, podcasts, things. um, And you came here to do this, to teach us. Um, You came here to be a teacher as well. And um, your dad's saying he's really proud of you. And he wants you to know that he's doing really well. Mm. And in the last weeks, if you have felt just almost like nauseous, like not feeling good. And I'm really trying to cleanse and clear um, things just from physical to all levels and aspects of everything that Mm. we don't even know about. He says, you've been helping me. We've been balancing it's like balancing mm. and it goes down to this royal DNA that you have. Mm. And to me, that's always meant because I'm so visual. I see that we have physical DNA of this mm. lifetime and it makes me have blonde hair and it makes me have um, little stubby fingers, <laughs> but you also have royal DNA, which would be the, the alignment with the bigger celestial universe mm-hmm. and um you're aligning and dad's part of that mm-hmm. and he wants you to know that he's that was his voice i don't know if you heard his voice recently like he said your name yeah he says my name often i'll just hear sadie rose in my mind and i'm like hi dad <laughs> so uh, that was one of my questions for you is what are his signs for me because i know that one right like sadie rose like i hear that sometimes but are there certain signs that he has for me that are specifically him, you know? Because sometimes he'll mess with things around my house and I'm like, dad, stop. Like, I know it's him, you know, because I think that he likes that. I think he <laughs> likes to be able to, like, manipulate things, you know, on the other side. He loves it because he, he feels so much more free yeah. in spirit. And he says the rose will always be you and me. Hmm. that'll be a main sign. And he said the, the way that you can understand and have forgiveness for um, what we could say, could be like pain, mm-hmm. family experiences. Yeah. Um, it's you and him. He is so excited to be a guide. And so you'll hear him more and something about the rain. Did he love rain? Or is yeah. that you? Um, as you're saying that, like just the specific memory just popped into my mind of us when we were, I was younger and we were hunting and it started downpouring on us. And it was just me and my dad. We were out on the four wheel. We were like way far away from the campground and it started downpouring rain. And my dad was a spiritual person, but not in the way of the Mormon religion, right? So it started downpouring rain and I could feel him getting like stressed, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like, we're getting something wet. And so he pulled up underneath this tree one time and we sat there and he's like, we need to say a prayer. And that was one of the very first times I ever had him do that. But he was like, we need to say a prayer to ask the rain to go away. And as like at that specific moment, I remember believing and just feeling it so deeply in myself and like saying this prayer, like, please stop the rain. And right as we got done praying, the rain stopped. 
and we were able to like get home and it was like such a beautiful experience but I have always loved the rain I've always loved the smell of the rain and all of that but yeah that specific memory just got triggered so there you go because that's and it's a clearing every time you smell the rain and you feel it and you just kind of want to open the curtains a little bit or open the door for a moment in the rain know he will be there and you're you're so connected um you got several friends here too they're not really worried if i say hello by name but they're saying that they are friends family loved ones and they're saying that they know you're so funny this is your dad saying this and um the celestial beings that are here the divine they are saying that you are so funny because some things that everybody else is scared of you're not Mm. and some things that we Mm -hmm. I'm laughing because they're pointing at me too saying you're exactly the same way Uh some things that should not be scary at all Uh like love yeah relationships (laughs) and but you're petrified of and they're going to work on it with you because there's they they say it's funny and dad says yeah i didn't help on that one (laughs) some of the things that you know should be just kind of normal easy going you kind of go and he's going to help you with magic and your magic your truth your divinity um clearing up and he says why not so in these times when everyone's belief systems are clashing and some people are saying my religion is the only way mine is my words are the only way and those things are crumbling and we're all getting a little bit bruised and beaten mm-hmm. and he says ah, I'm from all the cults and all the things and then all the time periods all the cultures just know you can clear energy Cast out demons, move mountains, and anoint and heal. And you do it your way with your words. And he's really proud of you. And he wants you to know some of the other signs are he's going to drop you dimes. And he's going to help you, um, like, align with um, how you want to make money. Mm. And not ever be, um, pardon me, um, uh, almost like abused like like for instance if you came to work for me and um, I would have respect and honor for you and we would work together mm-hmm. and um, instead of the the old idea of someone's in charge and they get to be a little bit rude and they get to keep asking you for more but they don't do anything like not that anymore mm-hmm. and that's all crumbling and you're going to know you're going to have two businesses or two pieces to your next choice. And you're going to have plenty of money, even mm-hmm. if it feels really, really squished right now. Mm-hmm. He's really proud of you. And he says, ask me, ask me, darling, ask me, dear, mm-hmm. and I will pray with you mm-hmm. anytime, anywhere, when you wake up, when you're in the car. Um, mm-hmm. And he will, it's almost like hold your hand. Mm-hmm. And um, your divine, I'm just going to call them star beings. I'm not sure if my words are efficient, Mm -hmm. Um, but they're saying that they will also help with that 
in the clearing and cleansing um, in this next cycle Mm -hmm. so that you can clearly decide what you want to do in any way, shape or form, like every aspect and quit pushing people away. They're sassing you. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. (laughs) (laughs) As if, as if the rest of us aren't doing it too. And they're getting that cloud thing that um, is sometimes over the house. That is, um, it's like a big starship. And you have asked since you were a little girl, how can I help people heal or be a healer of some kind? Like you weren't asking that. It's just part of your purpose. Yeah. And they're going to teach you weird ways. Like you are the med bed. You are the advanced thinking. Mm. So there's something about energy, frequency, healing that and and the alignment of um sacred geometry that's Mm. not inverted so i i always say that like just like if we had the microwave and we turned it on and it was backwards it was inverted and so the the uh, bad waves were coming outside instead of warming up our food wait a minute we don't want that we gotta click the button so it goes back into order you do that with sacred geometry so you hold particular cellular um patterning codes and Mm -hmm. so they're going to help you and just just remind you and when you've been scared or either under attack um by shadow stuff or or things like that remember some of this is um also old Mm because some of the um different timelines there were people or groups, um, you know, like the, for a long time, there were groups of people that hated Jesus yeah. and they were like, wherever he went, they were like, we're going to get him. Mm-hmm. Like if there's any energy like that, seen or unseen, known or unknown, one person or a hundred thousand, I don't know. Um, but if you feel under attack, it's an intensity and they're going to help you learn how to peel it away and flip it off. Mm-hmm. And um, never, ever, 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 ever be, um, it'll be totally out of the Akashic Records for other humanity. That goes for both of you girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Does that make a little bit of sense too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I hope I'm saying it. Sometimes words, there's none of the like, words aren't good enough, but they're going to show you in the clouds and um, they're going to help. Um, meaning your guides, guardian angels, divine beings mm-hmm. are going to help you know ahead of time so that you can help others understand. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you're going to have plenty of money, even though it's right now really tight. Yeah. Okay, that feels good to hear. Thank you. Oh, let me breathe that one in. Let me breathe that one in. Too. Yeah, let's both breathe that one in right now. Yeah. So there was a thing that happened today I wanted to ask you about. It was actually right before I left to come up here, but I had this crystal ring and it's funny because I had this crystal ring and me and Maddie, my ears are ringing by the way, as I'm talking about this. So there might be something there, but me and Maddie had a little Halloween party here at her house a while back, um, you know, for Halloween. And I dropped my ring on the driveway and someone either stepped on it or ran it over, but the crystal was still intact. It was just a little bent. So I've been wearing it. And today, right before I came, 
I was playing with my son and the crystal just went flying out of the ring. And I was just like, what? And immediately my reaction was like, there's something in here, you know, like there's a little message in here for me. And I went and returned the crystal to the earth and buried it in the dirt and that felt good. But I'm wondering what, you know, are you getting anything about that? What that means for me? That's interesting. So I'm seeing a scroll. So again, sometimes I see things in visual form Mm -hmm. and not sure how to say it. It feels like that the crystal was done Mm -hmm. and you were done with a soul contract and it's been intense and um, it was just perfect timing um, because it's where it got kind of squished in the first place. Like there's a piece and you weren't sure if you were okay. And why is everyone reacting or acting a little bit differently? Or am I okay? Is it me? Mm-hmm. And it, when the crystal flew out, yeah. it was ready to go back to the earth because you're supposed to get another ring mm-hmm. and it's a new, not, I don't, I don't really want to call it a new soul contract. You are free mm-hmm. from that lesson. And it was like a celebration to yeah. say the next one is going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just like timing yeah there's it's a guide that's helping you like a Mm -hmm. it's I don't think it's someone we've known that's crossed over in this lifetime at least yeah and also the soul contract had to do with an alignment of our um higher selves we might have many many layers right Mm -hmm. and some of them might have knowledge or, or goddess energy knowledge and that was a cleaning up clarity your divine feminine side just really really accomplished a lot very gracefully and very beautifully the old soul contract is over the news layer up you made it you made it through you made it Mm. and you're supposed to get um the crystal wasn't blue was it yep okay i was seeing blue do you want another one that's a different hue a different kind of crystal I don't know like it's just I don't know I mean yeah I love rings so much you know I love my crystal rings yeah you too see (laughs) my dad loved rings too this is actually his (laughs) but yeah it's like I don't know I don't know if I want a different one or what but yeah you're supposed to get one and dad was there so there was a guide and it dad too because you're on the same your soul family, so you're part of the one, you're aligning. Um, I'm not saying it very well, but yeah, you're supposed to get one. And I know you don't want to go buy a ring this week or or whatever, but um, right before Christmas, right? When you're changing job things, what are you supposed to do? Like trying to find where you belong and mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do? But it's this is huge. And it's almost like it should be gaudy. Chunky, weird. I like that. And you are a Blu-ray. Um, I'm feeling it really strong. And um, it was part. It helped, like you said, you were hearing ringing. Mm-hmm. So it's part of the tuning and the recoding. And you came here to do this. You have surpassed. There's something magical about you. The way you can surpass the what we would call the reptilian mind. Mm-hmm. 
because sometimes it stops all of us mm-hmm. and that outer shadow stuff is kind of icky right mm-hmm. and you're like yeah I'm not gonna fall for that mm-hmm. and you, you do it so well mm-hmm. and you're supposed to have um it's almost like you would you know see some royal giant weird ring mm-hmm. I'm gonna find that ring <laughs> It might be 10 bucks or uh-huh. it's, it's, but the blue one was like thanking you mm-hmm. and saying we worked together really well. The soul contract is complete. Mm-hmm. That was tough. And um, mm. on to the next one and be magical. You'll even like almost like imagine the ring having a little bit of magic. So when you're worried or in traffic or mm. you can touch it and go, whew. And you work with it as one of your tools. Is that okay? Yeah, I love that. It's like making me feel like, oh, yeah. So, yes, I love that. So one more question I have for you. There's something you brought up in our last reading that we actually forgot to ask you about. But in the reading that we did with my family, you brought up light language. And you told me to ask you about it and what it is and what it means and yeah you wanted to talk about it and I'm like oh my gosh we have to talk about that today I wonder if all throughout history Mm. that there have been you know because people speak in tongues and do the different things and in and I call it light language so some of them are similar like you can see different people maybe on YouTube doing light language videos and prayers you have a particular kind, you have a particular, I don't know, I don't know, group, angelic group. Mm. And they want to teach you. It's really high royalty, divine, angelic something. I don't know if it's angelic, high realms. And so they're just asking all of us to, um, kind of practice and pray even though we sound ridiculous when we do it so what and is light language can you explain it to us light language would be almost like speaking in tongues gibberish okay. but you know what we're saying in it in um emits mm. purified light okay and it comes through voice and it comes through those higher frequencies. I'm not saying it very well. Help me describe it because. Yeah. That's okay. I feel like I'm getting the gist of what you're saying. Like, yeah. Like when you think of speaking in tongues, you know, it's like what comes to your mind is like what you're speaking. Is that kind of what you're saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of letting it. It's a secret way that you can talk to God without anyone else hearing or mm-hmm. um, being involved. And it helps you expand. So it, 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 it connects you in all of your um aspects to your divinity mm-hmm. and connection with source in everything and so it's literally like speaking in tongues it sounds like gibberish sometimes mine sounds really funny if mm-hmm. we want to like com- complete but the the guides here are recommending us that we all try it okay and that we'll know inside of our hearts at the same time like well, that didn't sound like anything. <laughs> but, um, we'll know what it was about. Yeah. And then for the days to come, that prayer is held in the energy, our energy field. And we'll start opening up and learning more and more about what that message was, even though it sounded like 
um, <laughs> speaking in tongues. Does, yeah. does that make sense? Does that help? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. That was beautiful. I want to ask one thing for me and Maddie, like together doing this podcast together and, you know, building like kind of a business together. What does that look like for us? Like, do you, what do you see for us within all of that? I really like this and I'm so excited for you because that's what I kind of wanted to ask you. Okay. And I'm wondering like, why don't you have some crystal rings to sell? Mm -hmm. Why don't you have other pieces? Mm -hmm. Um, whatever it is that you love. Mm -hmm. And even if, if everything seems disheveled out there, um, why don't you have a space where different guests come and, um, different healers come and, um, and you can possibly, um, be in the flow enough to make a little bit of money or make sure it's, um, you know, it's, it's part of it connects plugs in yeah to the divine purpose and your destiny mm. even if it seems disheveled you can go mm, a lot of pieces of life i don't i'm cranky right now i don't know what to say mm -hmm. you can come back in and go wait a minute on tuesdays fridays saturdays sundays we hold this i'm also seeing a shop mm -hmm. so i don't know if you would like to have a storefront and that seems scary to all of us. Like, do I have enough money? Am I going to be exhausted? Yeah. But to me, it feels like you bring in different people from all over and you have s several different people that perhaps work for you or with you. And you can share the different types of tools and healing and modalities that everyone that could walk in the door could like. Like I might choose a different one than Sadie would and Maddie might choose a different one than I would, but mm -hmm. they're all in front of us. And, and I feel like it's always been your destiny. There has to be a little bit of music with it too, or mm -hmm. tone, mm -hmm. so the healing vibration. Mm. My legs and, are chills. <laughs> and, and what if you had a shop where you got to do um readings and you just continued teaching and maybe mm -hmm. wrote a book or and you had other people that could do someone could do tuning forks and healings and someone could do channeling and healings and things like that um what if you did that and you got to have a little shop and you had some cool crystals this is this is totally my dream like to have like crystals everywhere and crystal grids everywhere i care nothing about money i just want beautiful crystals everywhere and, um it actually took care of you and you were woke up and you were excited to go to work like you were never late because it was really going to be fun mm, i love that that's like so, a lot of, yeah that is our dream like we've kind of talked about all similar things, things. Yeah. yeah so i love that you're speaking space. to that yeah like a healing space i think that's been the intention which is what this podcast is. So I hope everyone listening has felt that today, that this is a healing space because it truly is, you know, us showing up each week, just like as we are, as we are yeah. being where we are growing together along with all of you guys and with each other and with you, Melissa, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you both for allowing me to share and participate and be here with you and I'm I'm really honored. Thank you.
We're so honored to have you. And on that note, how can people find you? Like what's your Instagram or how, how can they best find you? Mm-hmm. Um, well, my easiest way is my webpage, which is melissabrace.com. Okay. And we'll link that. And we'll link that. And yeah, it's, it's all, I got the Instagram and everything too. I haven't, I haven't been on TikTok lately, but I need to get back to it. Probably we all do, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't even begun. Yeah, right. <laughs> TikTok's a whole other thing within itself, right? <laughs> well, we'll make yeah. sure to add all of your links. Yes, we will. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone wants to do a little virtual UFO tour, just let me know because it's so much fun. Yes, I've done it. My passions. And it's really good. So go do it. <laughs> you do it virtually too. Yeah, it's not as easy, but it's, yeah. but yeah, I have where you can set the, like the, I have night vision goggles that are like really the good stuff, like mm-hmm. the military generation night vision. Mm-hmm. And I can attach cameras to a couple of them. My gosh. That's Hell really yeah. Cool. Go do that, yeah. you guys, because it blew my mind when, when I saw what was in those skies. I was like, wait, what? What's actually going on up there? You know, it blows your mind. Yeah. Sadie told me about that. It sounded pretty interesting. Yeah, we, we barely did it. Like Sadie didn't do it, but for what, 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And then we did another UFO tour while we were in town a different time and got that done. So I've seen. Um, so you got to go on the big one where. Yes. yes. Yep. They took like, you know, 20 of us or something out and did it, but we did it with you as well. And yeah, it's just so cool. It is. And it's just fun. And the stars are just, that's just one of my passions. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Got to try it. Yes. So is there anything that you want to close this out with, Melissa? Like a little message or are you feeling anything more or how do you feel? You feel good? Um, They're saying freedom and Oh. Mm. Light language. Love it. So that's a blessing for each and every one of us, all of our kindred spirits, our hearts. Blessed. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> yes. Until we meet again. Yes, you will be on again. I'm sure of it. So until then. <laughs> okay. Well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you guys have a good couple weeks. Bye.